Hey everyone, welcome to the Intro Me podcast. This is host Steve Glenn. On this episode, I sit down with Amanda Daring, CEO at Nuance, and we learn all about how she leveraged perseverance and follow-up to land her first gig, how she used her internship to discover what she did not like, and how to make networking fun and so much more, including her thoughts on the most underutilized skill. So sit back, enjoy this one, then check us out at intro.me. Hey, Amanda, welcome to the Intro Me podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. I am very, very excited to learn more about Nuance, to learn more about you and what you've done, um, and to help our audience navigate the not-so-sexy world of networking in fun ways. Um, But before we jump into all of that, uh, what's the uh, sort of the 20, 30,000 foot view of what you do? So I'm the CEO of a company called Nuance. So Nuance um, helps companies solve talent challenges. So we help them hire great people. We help them think about how to keep great people. Uh, so day to day, I'm helping us get new clients, managing our team, um, and thinking about talent all day long. All day long. Uh, that sounds like incredibly challenging uh, in this uh, environment, but uh, you know it's kind of it's been interesting. We've gone from having not enough people for all the jobs, and now uh, maybe that's kind of flipped a bit. So I can imagine you're quite busy. Yes, it's definitely a um, a rapidly changing landscape. But um, I think at the end of the day, really, really great people. Um, they land on their feet. So it might be taking a little bit longer right now, but I, I do still think there's there's some hope out there and some hiring going on. That's good. Good to hear. And and so you, as someone who is the matchmaker, the connection maker between job and person or company and person looking for job, um, what was your first professional gig and how did you land it? Great question. Um I'm actually going to talk about my first office job because I think the story of how I got it is probably the most relevant here. Cool. So cool. I, um, one of my first jobs in college was working for uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Okay. If you've ever heard of it, it's like a junk removal service. I have heard it. It was not yeah. my first office job, but I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> and one of my job, part of my job there was to go to networking events Um, So I was in college, I would go to these, you know, chamber of commerce events, um, all sorts of events where at first it was really intimidating. And then the more I went to, the more I realized no one really cared what I did and they just wanted to tell me about what they did. But one of those events took place in this beautiful financial services office. I was going to school for finance and I actually found their CEO at that event and asked them, do you ever take interns? And she said, not really, but if you follow up with me in November, we could talk about it. And so I saved her card and called her six months later. And, you know, it's me. (laughs) I was in your beautiful office and I want to work there. Uh, Would you ever consider taking an intern? Um, And I I think they now looking back, I think they probably were a little surprised by my gumption and my follow up. And it totally worked. And so that that was how I, I ended up. Yeah. Learning how to work, getting that first office job was, um, just expressing interest and then being really good at the follow-up. 
cool. And was that kind of in the moment uh, idea or like, was it, were you following advice or, you know, how, what, what sort of spurred you to make that request or find that person and make that request? I think I was just so, it was um, a woman owned firm, uh, which I was really thinking like, oh my gosh, this would be so cool to work um, with all these really impressive ladies in this office. And so I think, I don't think anyone gave me the advice. I think I, and I was scared to be clear. I don't want to give anyone the impression like I just sauntered over to her and (laughs) demanded an internship because that's not what happened. I was really nervous. I was probably doing a lot of like nervous laughing. Right. (laughs) But I just thought, um, I really would love to work here. And I just thought I'll just ask. And then like a lot of things, you know, when you don't get a yes right away, you typically get a hint about how to get to the yes or at least the next step or follow up with me at this time right um and so you know i suppose i just sort of followed the breadcrumbs from there yeah that's a good point it's it's um whether it was a a hot lead or not the 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 lesson is follow up and you did and it ended up working out i just think really follow up is the most underutilized professional skill out there yeah uh I think most people have really good intentions and um, less people have great follow throughs. It's, it can make you can make you stand up from the crowd pretty quickly if you have great follow through. Yeah, I listened to some uh, some other podcasts and uh, one in particular I can think of where the person gives out advice and um, uh, techniques and strategies all the time. And he always says, yeah, I know, you know, only a small percentage of you are actually going to follow it, which, you know, doesn't make him happy, but he's, uh, it's why he's so willing to continue to keep doing that. And I think follow through and following up are two important skills to have when at any time, but in particular, when you're trying to launch your career. Um, so speaking of advice and following through and follow up, what is there any, did anyone ever give you advice and you're like, Oh man, I'm glad I, I ignored that advice. Yes. Um, probably more than once. (laughs) The one that's coming to mind for me though, is really when I was, um, looking to leave my lovely exec level job, um, working with some amazing people and going to start my own business. I just, uh, I felt like a lot of people sort of projected their fears on me. Like, are, are you sure? How will you live? Um, I'm, unmarried so I got a lot of weird like don't you want to wait until you have like a a spouse with a second income which is I thought oddly sexist yeah yes like ah what an odd way to say that you care about me but <laughs> I did ignore it obviously because I, I left in um fall of 2018 so actually coming up on two years ago and I'm I'm just so incredibly glad that I didn't let um, let other people's fear become bigger than my own decision making. Yeah. And it's, and it's all worked out so far, um, in a really good way. I think not only for you, but from what I know about you for the community as well. Oh, thank you. That's kind. Um, you're welcome. And, um, so let's keep kind of within this line, what, uh, business or career buzzword do you dislike the most? (sighs) I am a very guilty buzzword user. Like when you see those lists of 10 career buzzwords, I'm probably using like nine of them. I think we're aligned on that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I can't help it. Um, If there is one that I don't tend to say, and it does 
sort of wrangle me would be uh, like synergy. Okay. I have never I've not heard people say that in much um, other than being in more of like a joking context. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I get what they're saying, but that one, I guess it doesn't quite resonate with me. I like alignment, but yeah. alignment is just as buzzwordy as synergy. I just right. like it more. <laughs> Poor synergy. It gets picked on so much. It really does. It's it's like the whenever uh, I find whenever I'm in a group and people start making fun of buzzwords, it's always like the first one. Um, For sure. Yeah. So uh, speaking of buzzwords, what what does networking mean to you or, or how do you see networking? To me, networking is not just standing around appetizers at, <laughs> um, at an event. I, I think that's often what comes to mind for people. But for me, it's about creating um, some sort of commonality or, you know, relationship light with people um, and really just sort of keeping that warm. I think sometimes people go into networking thinking, okay, I need 10 sales leads. So the first 10 people I talk to, I'm going to be like, hello, it's me, please buy my (laughs) thing. Right. And, and that's not really how, when it works well, that's not how it works. Instead, it's more like, oh, did you try the pizza? And then it turns out that you both, you know, 15 minutes later, you're both talking about how you both love going to a cabin up north or, you know, what have you. And then when you kind of keep in touch with people over the years, you find that that network gets gets bigger, faster and more more comfortably than if you would have tried to just get a stack of 100 business cards and consider yourself done. I'd rather meet maybe two or three people and really get to know them, ideally do something useful for them. I think, you know, real key to networking is to give first right uh people will remember that you know you offered something or people will remember um that you know they had a sense from you that you were really wanting to help them and i think that's really important yeah i love i actually love networking from that perspective that you describe in just going out with the purpose of all right which new person am i or new people will i meet today or tonight and um often what i do is i'll i'll uh I'll, I'll make a campfire in the backyard in the fire pit and I'll sit there and follow up with people just randomly, um, not asking them anything, but just seeing how they're doing, checking in and, uh, keeping it, like you said, keeping it warm. And plus you meet really great people. I think, you know, you realize really quickly, um, most people are just nice, normal people who are trying to make a living or trying to do their own thing or whatever it is. Um, and it, it just, I think sometimes, especially if you're just starting out in your career, it can feel so intimidating. And can. I, I think if, if, you, if you practice, um, you'll you'll realize most of the time people do just want to make a little small talk with you and then, you know, hang out, go about their day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so here's the big question. This one's a big, scary one. What's What's the link from where you started and you know you described being at that event and approaching someone and asking for an internship um what's the link from that uh in your first job to what you do today like how does that all play together and you know i mean you're now you're you're one of the greatest connectors that i know and you're 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 really bringing people together with the companies for which they want to work you know, what's the link from where you started to that? That link is is interestingly pretty clear to me now. I don't know that it would have been had you asked me that question 
you know, a few years ago. So I, I got that internship and two things happened in that experience. Uh, one, they had a phenomenal office culture. So I learned a lot about what could happen when people felt safe, when they trusted each other, when communication was open, uh, what it looked like for an employer to really care for their, their team members. I learned that. I also learned that I did not want a career in finance. <laughs> I did exactly what an internship is supposed to do, I think, which is show right. me uh, what the day-to-day -day would be like. And I realized so quickly, oh goodness, this is this is not for me. You know, mm -hmm. I had kind of built it up in my head to be one thing. The experience was nice, but I knew I don't want to do this for the rest of my career. So what happened next is that I, I was due to start in another job again in finance. And I went to them before I started and said, um, I'm really sorry <laughs> because I thought I wanted to do this, but now I had this experience and I realized, uh, it's just, it's not for me. Right. And they said, well, we really like you and we need a recruiter. Would you want to give that a try? Wow. And I needed a job. So uh -huh. I said, yes. <laughs> And then it kicked off, you know, over a decade later. But I think having that experience of really seeing what a culture could be and could mean, even so early, has stayed with me to now because I notice it so quickly. And I think it's helped in my work now to be able to say, ah, like, here are the really wonderful things about your culture. Mm -hmm. Here are some things that, you know, maybe haven't evolved and need to because uh, I, I don't think it's a cookie cutter thing, right? I think lots of different cultures can be amazing, but yeah, that that link sort of started early, and I sort of, um, I think without realizing it, I became really interested in team dynamics, and sure. then I sort of fell into an HR job where you get to think about that all the time, and it's led to today. Nice. I I think that uh, it's not a common thing that people and. And I know it probably didn't feel like this as you were going through it, but it's not as common for people to discover and be that self-aware that early in their career and to sort of, um, you know, maybe you were in the right place at the right time, but uh, to find what you're really passionate about is something that I think is uh, very much um not not always the common case. So, I think it happens over and over. You know, I think I had that one early on. I yeah. think I've had another one in the last few years thinking, you know what? I think entrepreneurship, I think I could do this, right? You know, I, <laughs> I, who knows what'll come in another decade. Right. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's that I decided and that was it forever. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like, um, take, you know, when you notice things, you, you can kind of start attracting more of them into your life. And, and I hope it keeps changing. I have yeah. no idea what things will look like in 10 years. And I like that about it. Well, I do, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> um so hey let's finish finish this with some rapid fire questions so i've got a few of them here and i just um just whatever comes to the top of your head first so try not to think too much about them but uh what are you what and this could be anything what are you reading at the moment or is there a book you'd recommend to someone trying to launch or working on launching their career Right now I'm reading um, Wrapped, which is about attention by okay. Winifred Gallagher, which I'm, I'm just barely started, but <laughs> I think attention span and focus is helpful for anyone. What's your go-to food when you need a, an energy boost or a brain boost? 
I love all food. Uh, my quarantine, my quarantine happy hour thing has been, um, I like a nice little bowl of Fritos in the afternoon. Nice. <laughs> so. There you go. I'm, I'm usually looking for brownies in the middle of the afternoon toward the end of the day to keep me going. That's, those oh, aren't that's always easy one. to find. Um, okay. Besides this one, of course, um, do you have a favorite podcast? Oh, I do have a few favorites. The one that's coming to mind for me is I really like Armchair Expert. Okay. I like their Experts on Expert series. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Definitely. Yes. Okay. It's Dak Shepard, if you've ever heard of him. He's like an actor, um, but he's a, a good interviewer and they always have interesting guests on. Sweet. Um, okay, last one. From a business or career perspective, or even outside of the professional world, who do you admire right now? So many people. <laughs> I have you like a flood of names going one. in my yeah. head. <laughs> I can only pick one. Oh, I really love my business partners. So they're coming to mind for me. They are um, always up for adventuring and trying a new idea. And um, they're very inspirational to me in that way. And their their thought, their views on risk, I think, are really exciting. Um, from like more of a global, you know, name recognition standpoint, I'm not just a big fan of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, I sure. think her story is really cool and her, um, really just her, her approach um, has been, was fascinating to learn about. And I'm, I don't have like an RBG pin, but I would wear it if I had one. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, hey, this was super fun. Uh, thanks for jumping on the podcast and uh, we'll keep in touch and, and, you know, continue to glean advice from you for uh, people looking to launch their career. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me.